The Bible Study Podcast, episode 648. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues a study of the book of Genesis with chapter 4. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We had the fall last week, and this week things don't get better because we get the first murder. Cain and Abel. Chapter 4. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord, and Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, and some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, "Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule." Over it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops to you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad was the father of Methusiel, and Methusiel was the father of Lemech. Lemech married two women, one named Adah and the other Zillah. Adah gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who lived in tents and raised livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all who play stringed instruments and pipes. Zillah also had a son, Tubal-Cain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Tubal-Cain's sister was Namah. Lemech said to his wives, Ada and Zalah, listen to me. Wives of Lemech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lemech seventy-seven times. Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in the place of Abel, since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. At the time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. 
We didn't talk last time about names, but names will be significant in this story as they are quite often in the Old and New Testament. And so I skipped over the names of Adam and Eve, which probably mean literally the man and living. Uh, Eve would be living is the closest we can figure out in terms of what that name meant. And then in this case, we had three sons. We had the sons Cain and Abel and Seth. And Seth probably means granted. And Cain sounds like the Hebrew for brought forth or acquired. So we have these two brothers, and the oddest part of the story isn't that Adam and Eve have two sons, so that the two sons have some problems with each other. But the oddest part of the story is one is a herder and one is a farmer, and both of them bring offerings of what they're doing to God, and that seems normal. And God recognizes the one and values the one but not the other. And it does not say why, and that's annoying. And there are often parts of this story that will be annoying, and I certainly wish it did say. And there's two different reasons why it could be. One is that the sacrifices in the Old Testament will be sacrifices of blood. They will be sacrifices of animals, but there will also be grain offerings, And so both are part of the sacrificial thing, although for sin, since the wages of sin are death, blood is usually required. So that's one thing, but I don't think that's what's going on here because Cain gets so worked up about it and gets so mad at his brother that God talks to him about it and says, sin is crouching at your door. And so it seems more likely that we're talking about the same kind of things that were going on in Isaiah, where we see people bringing their sacrifices, and God says, I don't desire sacrifices. I desire an upright heart. I desire you to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly. I desire you to change your ways. And it seems more likely that the problem with Cain is not what he brought in terms of goods, but what he brought in terms of himself that there was a seed of this sin already in Cain. And so he goes out and in a fit of rage, assume, and he goes out and he kills his brother. And it doesn't say whether he planned to attack him, but it certainly seems like that's the case. Certainly seems like this is not just the first murder, but it is premeditated murder, that he takes his brother and he kills him. Now, in the last chapter... Adam and Eve, after they ate the fruit, it doesn't say whether it's an apple. I wanted to say when they ate the apple, but that is not the way it is specified in Genesis. When they ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they then realized they were naked and they tried to hide from God. And it didn't work because you can't hide from God. And I don't know why Cain thought he could get away with this, uh, that he thought that, well, I wonder who killed Abel, gee, You know, it's such a huge suspect pool, but he doesn't get away with it. And and God says to him, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. I had a chance years back to play God or play the father in the musical Children of Eden, and there's this great dramatic song that I got to sing that is this passage here when it's the voice of your brother's blood cries to me from the ground. 
and I won't sing it for you, but this is a dramatic scene, whether you're reading it or whether you're hearing the, the sung version of it. And it says you'll, it's going to be harder for you to get things out of the ground. Now, it was already harder because of the curse that was on Adam to begin with from last chapter. And Cain says, this is, this is too much. Everybody who sees me will, will kill me. And so God puts a mark on Cain. Now, this is one of those places where we get that reference to that there are everybody. And so we don't really know in Genesis who he's talking about or who Cain marries. That isn't mentioned. And there'll be at least one more mention like that coming up here in the next couple chapters. So Cain goes off. Cain does live. Everybody doesn't kill him because he has this mark on him that says he is protected by God. Even though he has done this terrible thing, even though God has cursed him, God also protects him, which is interesting. And he has sons and daughters, and the rest of the chapter talks about these other children of Cain. Who are, you know, one who is the father of all who play with instruments and pipes, and one who makes tools out of iron and bronze. And and then we get back towards the end of the chapter to Adam and Eve, and they have another son, and they have the son Seth. And Seth is who we will trace a lot of the people through in the next chapters. We're going to end the Bible study podcast there this week, and we'll pick up the story next week. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, my name's Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.